Hey, welcome to another episode of Clear Lake Connections where we talk to the people behind the businesses of Bay Area Houston, proudly sponsored by UTMB Health. Uh, Christine is my special guest today, and you are with Mode 8 Yoga. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, t- tell us about uh, the, your your business. Awesome. Okay, so Mode 8 Yoga is a health and wellness community-based um you know, studio, we're based over off of Space Center Boulevard, where Space Center Boulevard and Clear Lake City Boulevard meet just mm-hmm. a little bit further down. Okay. So we really cater to the markets of Pasadena, La Porte, and Clear Lake. We've got lots of people coming from Seabrook, all over the Bay Area. So it's, it's a really good location. How'd you get started in this? So how much time do we have, right? Uh, <laughs> as much as you need. Sure. So um, I got started in the yoga industry about 15 years ago. I was a personal trainer and I decided that I wanted to learn a little bit more about all of the different fitness, you know, kind of classes, cycling, Pilates, and I saved yoga for last. And I thought, oh, wow, that's going to be boring. It's just stretching. I know how to stretch. I've got a dance background. Um, but once I did my first class, I was totally hooked. And then I got my certification almost immediately after that. Um, fast forward seven years, um, I hurt my back snowboarding. And I really injured um, my L4, L5, my sacrum. Um, I herniated discs in my my neck as well. And I had severe pain for months. And being a personal trainer, you're kind of expected to be a little bit like Superwoman, a little bit. And I really felt a lot of empathy for my clients and how much pain one could truly be in. So I started getting into um, meditation and some yoga poses. And I found that that was really helpful in my recovery. And I thought, well, if I'm going to do this and I am helping heal my own back, I need to take this a little bit further. So I made an Amazon video of the program that I created for myself to help heal my back. And then that did very well. And then I spread it to my clients, my personal training clients. I had about 10 at the time. That did really well. And I thought, well, I need to help more people. I'm only one person. I'd like to help a hundred people a day not just five to ten people a day Mm -hmm. and how could i do that i'm gonna need a brick and mortar and a team so then i i went on from there okay and tell us about the name mode eight right so m-o-d-e space number eight um so mode we're familiar with that in the math world right so i've got a math background i'm mathematical science major from clear lake u of h clear lake yay and um so you've got mean median and mode Right. So mode means what do you what's most right? What's the number that occurs most in the data set? So mode, hopefully as a human being, what are we doing most? What are you doing most to help your health and wellness? And number eight um, signifies the eighth limb of yoga. So there's eight limbs in yoga. And here in the West, a lot of people think that yoga is just yoga, but that's actually only one limb out of all the eight limbs. And the eighth limb is nirvana true enlightenment, that oneness with a divine power or whatever you want to call it. So mode eight, we're getting to what we're truly destined or divinely I like speaking. the fact you put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, <laughs> I tried to consolidate as yeah. much as I could here. No, and we Thanks. got we just got a math lesson. That's good too. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so what's been the hardest thing about starting your own business? The hardest thing starting the business was construction. I had a little bit of experience with construction growing up. My dad had a construction company, so I had a little bit under my belt. My dad helped me with the construction a lot um, in dealing with, you know, the workers and the permits and all of those things. I would say that was probably harder than getting my degree. 
honestly. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty hard. But I think ultimately getting through the pandemic and working through the uncertain times and not knowing where economics are going and where the the real estate market is going, the stock market, and just so many ups and downs. We've got to constantly pivot and change. And I think that's not necessarily hard, but it's always it always feels as though there's there's a new challenge to to overcome. And um, but that also makes it fun too. Yeah, and you had mentioned off air about uh, you 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 teach yoga and people expect you to be you know really calm and but you 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 have all this energy. Yes. Tell it. Tell us because I I'm not that familiar with it and I'm sure. My, sure. What exactly would I expect if I were to come in and and start? Uh, doing yoga with 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 your group sure okay well with our group well in general hopefully um, you find a community that is based about um, the body and really paying attention to catering towards your body if you step into a studio where it's a ton of um, aesthetics and um, a culture where you're made to be in a perfect posture I'd say run get out of that studio it's it they're not in it for the yoga um, but in at our studio, we want everyone to feel welcomed, and it's a certain vibe, and we get that often, um, that it, it's just a special vibe at the studio that really makes you feel like you're at home, that space in between um, work and home, that place where you feel comfortable. It's not just another coffee shop or somewhere where you have to um, feel like you have to buy something. We, we love it when our clients come in 20, 30 minutes um, you know, before class time and just hang out. Um, but from the physical aspect of it, um, all of our classes are beginner friendly. So you're able to really step in, kind of do what's good for your body. And then as you move on three classes a week, four classes a week and further, you'll see your body start to progress naturally. Yeah. And, and you had mentioned that you used it to help heal your, your mm-hmm. you know, and, and get over that pain. Mm-hmm. What, what, what are the most common benefits of, of regularly doing yoga? Oh, amazing. So longevity, for one, um, you have a boost of energy, whereas one might think, oh, I need energy to go work out. But actually, if you go into yoga, you're it's going to yoga is going to do its job. At the end of the day, these these other places, gyms, you know, other other fads of the fitness industry come and go. But yoga's re- really been around for four thousand years for a reason, and it does create longevity. And yogis say that the more flexible our spine is, the more um, flexible we are. And the um, more flexible our spine is, the longer and younger we will feel. Right. So um, healing my back has truly made me feel like. I'm 10 years younger and I mean I just finished a run just now and my mile times are just as fast as they were 10 years ago and I do contribute it to keeping my spine and ligaments and joints limber. Yeah, so what's what's the ultimate goal of of yoga? Ultimate goal of yoga is to find the self within the self through the self. It's a very yogi buzzword kind of thing, but the idea is to see how much you can notice. So for a moment, let's sit here and maybe even our viewers can participate in this. Just we're sitting here in this chair and just kind of feel where you are in space. You can feel the pressure on your back. You can feel the pressure on your feet. You can feel maybe your elbows on your armrests. And then now look around. Let's see how many things you can see around the room. You can see the walls, the paint colors, the light. And then close your eyes. Let's do this little test real quick. Close your eyes. And let's just see how many things you can remember from what I just coached you then. 
the feeling, the chair, the floor, the things that you saw. We'll take a deep breath in through the nose. A slow breath out of the mouth. One more time, deep breath in through the nose. Exhale out of the mouth. And blink your eyes open. Hmm. You just did yoga. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So it can be as something as simple as that, so finding it's not that just mindfulness. Physical. No. It's it's mm -hmm. a lot of uh, mental and right. spiritual. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the third limb of the eight limbs of yoga that I was talking about is actually the physical practice. What we know here in the West as, you know, warrior wands, vinyasas and those flows and you know, the the pretty looking tree pose and all mm -hmm. that stuff. But really moving through it, it's about focus, concentration. Um, meditation, breath work, which we just did two of those, right? We did focus, we just did a little meditation, and we did some breath work. So you did three limbs already. Uh, so good job. I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah, you did. And then it's uh, once you've done that, then you're able to be in the space that you are more in the present, not so focused on what happened in the past, and not so anxious about what's going on in the future. But to be here and now, I would say that's one of the ultimate goals of yoga okay so kind of this idea of awareness self-awareness spatial awareness yes yes and so y y you use this to heal yourself but tell us what the education I is like to get certified and, and really dive into to yoga sure so um well first a little foundation um my neurologist amazing neurologist um told me to do mckinsey's um to help heal the herniations in my lower back so when i saw a photo of those i wasn't you know, educated on those and i'd been a personal trainer for 10 years at the time um i saw that that was just like sphinx pose which is a yoga pose right and i thought well if that's a yoga pose that can help heal my back i wonder if there are other yoga poses so i'd already had my certification my yoga certification my personal training certification and a corrective exercise certification and i still didn't even know these moves so i opened up the books i got almost every book i could find at half price books and i just dove in and i i had a little bit of knowledge of course from my corrective exercise um, experience to kind of piece together a program that would work well for me so I tested on myself of course first um, but I would say that no matter what say even your degree that you got in college if you're not practicing it that doesn't mean that you're an expert at it I'm not doing mathematical equations and integrals and things like that anymore sure I have the certification but it's really about self-study and that's definitely one of the principles and the pillars of yoga is to always be studying something. And we really all need to be teachers now. So we really need to educate ourselves. So crack open a book, find a program that works for you, step into a studio if you need some motivation and coaching. Um, but the certifications, you can find them online. You can find them. Um, I mean, there's the Yoga Alliance. But if you take the Yoga Alliance certification piece of paper and you take it to India, it's a whole other country. They're going to want a whole other sort Have of... you thought about going to India? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yes. I've got a 15-year-old daughter, so that's not in the cards for me right now, but it's definitely in the cards for my future. That's I take it that's the birthplace of, mm -hmm. of yoga. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So it, it's been fascinating. Uh, anything else you'd like to tell the audience about Mode 8? Oh, just come check it out. We've got a two-week special for new clients. We're making it really simple and easy for people to come in. Um, check out our website, modateyoga.com, and all the information is there. 
and truly check out a retreat. Because I mean, I didn't even get a chance to talk about retreats, but they're amazing. And truly, t tell us about the retreats. Thank you for asking. So retreats are an, a way for you to kind of step out of your daily routine. It's really important. A lot of times we get stuck in an emotion or a situation and it just kind of cycles, right? It's a whole new week. You've experienced the weekend and then here it is Monday again and you're still thinking about that thing. So retreats are a way for you to step out of the daily routine and do all the kinds of meditation, lying down, walking meditations, sitting meditations, and get out of that daily routine so that you can truly listen to the answers that you know that are already within, and then you can solve that problem that keeps circling through your mind. Sounds like a good way to start the week. It is. It's amazing. And you do that at the... At, at the facility? Well, we host the retreats outside of the city. So they're a little okay. bit of travel. We mainly go to Hill Country because okay. it's it's a nice, easy drive to get there and you don't have to deal with the headaches and the hassles of a flight and the luggage and yeah, all the things that are associated with a flight. So just taking a nice little drive out to Hill Country, two and a half hour drive can be therapeutic there. And then and the lodgings are, are beautifully, beautifully done. We even have a chef prepare our dinners too. Oh, wow. So we're a little bit bougie for retreats. This is not going to be your ashram kind of so retreat. You have these on your website when, you, when you're doing the next one? Yes, we okay. do them almost every quarter. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it's small group, intimate, less than 10 people. So we're really able to connect and get that good community and purpose feel. So who's your typical client or do you have a typical client? Is it Does it run the gamut of ages? And, and I, I know men typically don't do yoga but i have a, a buddy that i play soccer with that's done it and it's really helped him you know yeah. find his kind of uh, balance absolutely yeah that's that's a really good question so i would say the majority of our clients are in between the ages of 25 to 45 maybe 50 predominantly we have women at our studio and in the west yoga is really associated as a woman kind of thing but in the in india where it started it's a men sort of thing so it just it kind of mutated but truly yoga is for everybody and and since everybody in our essence in our shell we all need the same basic needs and our spine whether you're male or female needs flexibility um, it, it truly benefits everyone I would say we have about 20% male that come into our studio. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's really beautiful. I mean, our youngest um, male that comes in pretty often, I mean, I don't even think he's 25 years old. And then um, one of our investors who comes in all the time, he's in his 70s. And him and his wife come together, I mean, all the time. And he is super strong and really fit. So, I mean, there's, there's a big age range. It seems like it might be a good couple's activity. It is. It really is. And, and you can bond in a space where you're not having to have um, stimulants outside of that connection. Mm -hmm. Sure, you're next to, you know, next to each other on the mat, but it's something that you can experience without having any judgments of, of one another. Excellent. Yeah. Well, outstanding. Pleasure having you. Likewise. Thank you for having me.